Are you looking for new books to read? Do you like finding a new special author? Are you tired of the same old books from the same old authors? Well then, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where you can hear from fantastic new authors. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have worked hard to write great new books. Hear about their book and why you should check it out. So sit back and listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. Hey all, and welcome to another bright and shiny new episode of Discovered Wordsmiths. Uh, before we get into the episode, uh, I'm very excited because this coming weekend is the holiday, long weekend, and I am giving one of my talks. I'm doing the Supercharger Kids talk, talking to parents about how the future of their kids' work is changing and what they can do to help their kids prepare. I've talked a little bit about that before, and I'm probably going to... Uh, Playtest, a card game I created, along with handing out my book to a couple people for some more read-throughs. So it's going to be a very exciting, fun weekend. I get to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a while. Fun weekend. But uh, on to our episode. Today, uh, we have Randy Lee talking about mental health and the book she wrote to help people with that and the problems she went through and overcame and is still writing and has written this book to help others. So it's called Embracing Me. And Randy Lee talks a lot about the mental health issues that people don't want to talk about and how to deal with them. And that leads us to talking about for authors, burnout and depression and how those feed each other. And it's a good talk. We have a good time. Randy Lee's fun to listen to. She was definitely fun to talk to. So uh, I won't ramble any longer. Uh, give a listen to this week's podcast, Randy Lee with Embracing Me, and then authors stay tuned and we talk a bit about how to overcome burnout. Today, Discovered Wordsmiths, I've got Randy Lee. Randy, how are you? Do you like Randy or Randy Lee? I don't have a preference. I just don't want to miss dinner. Got it. I understand that. So before we talk about your book, tell us a little bit about you, where you live, and some of the things you like to do outside of writing. There's things outside of writing. <laughs> My name is Randy. Like you said, I live in Canada, close to the Buffalo border. Winter is not forever here. Don't worry. I'm, I like to say I'm the most Southern part of Canada, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah, I was actually in a, a meeting with some people and the weirdest part was I'm in Ohio, which is up by the Great Lakes in the States. And I was still the southernmost person on the whole meeting. And I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> That's good. Yep. And outside of writing, I like swimming. I like hanging out with my pets. I got three dogs, four cats. I got a kid. I got a stepkid. I got a, ba a grandbaby. I just got a husband, too. Nice. Um, so, yeah, just doing random stuff is fun. Busy, it sounds. That's what people tell me, but I'm like, I don't know. It's my life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. So with all of that going on, why did you want to start writing? I've always been a writer. Even when I was little, I would write... <laughs> I'd write a newspaper for my household and I'm nice. talking little, I'm talking like seven, eight years old where the only person that would read it would be my mom. Cause I forced her. <laughs> it was like, what's going on in the house today? What's being made for dinner? What movie did I just watch? Here's my review. So I've always written. 
And so it was just a matter of turning that passion into an actual job. Okay. Nice. Are you a full-time writer now or are you a part-time writer? I you do something? Wish. I <laughs> wish. Okay. okay. Um, so I write part-time and I podcast. I have my own YouTube channel, Write or Die Show, and I'm going to be making more. So between writing and, and po- YouTube podcast, that's what I want my full-time job to be, but it's not yet. So we still have an office job outside the house part-time. Got it. Okay. All right. So the book we're going to be talking about is called Embracing Me. And I see you've got several books on the shelf in the back there. So tell us about this one, what it's about without giving everything away. Okay. So yeah, it's called Embracing Me. And it's called that because the book is about mental health. So I've had depression since I was like 14 years old. It was the first time that I can recall actually experiencing it. And it took me a long time to accept the fact that I wasn't perfect, that I had depression, that it was just a part of my life. It didn't have to rule me, but I had to give it a type of respect in a way. I had to be like, yeah, it's there. I have to watch out because it can creep up at any time, but it doesn't actually stop me from doing my life. And so in that way, that's how embracing me, I embraced all parts of who I am. That's how it came to be. So it's my memoir, but more than that. So it's not just my story. I give practical tips for people who are reading it. There are pieces of research that I've done in there to back up. If I say, hey, therapy is good for you, I back it up with some research. And then at the end of the book, there's worksheets where you can actually implement what I'm saying in the chapter right away. So I'll give an example so that people can understand. The first chapter is write a letter to yourself. So in that chapter, I explained how that can be helpful. I give my own example. I write a letter to my own younger self. Um, And then in the back of the book, there's a worksheet where you can have that blank page and get to it. There's no excuses. Unless you don't have a pen on you. I guess that's an excuse. But there's no excuses. It's right there for you. Nice. It's got the activities to help push people a little bit that more than just read. Unlike a lot of self-help yes. type books, which yep. are, uh, and read this, you, you give them actual action plan. Yes. Okay. And are these things you've done yourself to help out with that? Yeah. So there are things that I have found super helpful. Like I said, the write a letter to yourself. There's things about journaling. There's medication therapy, self-care. Do you include in there about finding music that you enjoy and uplifts you and including that as part of that? I'm trying to remember if I have it in this book or not. It is in a book that I'm currently writing. <laughs> okay. So ask, it, that's one it is things, important. Right. Yeah. When I've had, when I was going through a divorce, I was hitting some depression and stress and all that. I found that I made a playlist of all my favorite music. And it helped when I was really feeling down, bring me out of it. So I'm a big proponent of using music myself. Yes. Oh, music is so helpful. And I can't remember every little thing that I wrote in the book, but if I didn't write that in the book, it is super helpful. And I know it's in an upcoming book that I'm writing because I'm currently in the process of it. So I remember writing certain (laughs) songs. That that was going to be one of my questions is, are you going to do some sort of sequel to this or something to go with? Not necessarily a sequel. I wouldn't call it a sequel, but I am 
always writing more things. So right now I actually have two books that I'm writing. So the one I'm co-authoring with someone, and that's the one where I do mention music is really helpful for mental health. So that is that one's about mental health and the Bible. And not that I'm super, like I'm not a priest or anything, but like I'm a Christian. So I there was this a person in my business group, a videographer. He was like, oh, I always wanted to write a book about this. And I said, I would love to write a book about this. And so we're collaborating on that so that we talk about music in that book. And he just got me back his edit, edits. So now I have to actually do my edits and send it back to him. But... <laughs> While he was doing his edits, I started my own book, my own next book. And so he has to wait until I finish this one because one one thing at a time right now. And so I'm writing about my brother's death last year. He died by a drug overdose. And so I'm trying to put that into words of how a family member feels when they go. So it's a little bit different take on addiction because most addiction books are, and not to say they're bad, they're amazing. I've read some really great ones, but they're the person with addiction is writing them. So they have a bit of a different message to send. I'm sending the message to the family members of the person. Okay. Interesting. So your writing style, uh, is there any books out there you would say are similar to the way you write or how you handle the situations? This is for anybody that's listening that says, oh, I've Mm -hmm. read that other book and I liked it. So I'm going to Randy Lee's or I might want to try Randy Lee's also. Oh, what's funny is you were the first person in all of the many podcasts I've guested on, which is a lot. You're the first person to ever ask me that. And okay. so now I have to actually stop and think. I'm going to say Mel Robbins, her books, because it's okay. very conversational style. I write okay. the way I talk in nonfiction books. Now, I've, I've written some other books and they're written in a little bit different style. But the nonfictions like we're talking about today they're written like we're sitting down, having a cup of tea together, and I'm just telling you how it is. Nice. And I hear a lot more of that with nonfiction nowadays. That seems to be the trend going that direction uh, a bit more yeah. rather than stale. And it's, I'll be fair that it's a little bit of an unfair question for a nonfiction book. It's much easier for fiction writers too. But it's interesting yeah. sometimes <laughs> because people don't usually pick up just like one nonfiction self-help type book in whatever niche it happens to be. It's usually multiple or across the years, different niches and stuff. So that's interesting. And so you said you wrote this based on your own battle with depression and things. Do you think you would have written this if you hadn't been dealing with that yourself? I would like to think I still would have written it. But it definitely would have had to been written in a different way because this is all from a personal perspective. And like I said, I do some research in there just to throw some stats and stuff at people, but really it's very personal. So without having lived through it, it wouldn't be the same book. And that probably makes it way better. It's not just the research or clinical. I think that's an important aspect of something like this. Exactly. It's a, you're not by yourself. I've been there too. Been there, done that. Don't want to go back. (laughs) Someone reading it can feel you understand and you get it, which probably makes it very helpful, especially for something like depression. Okay. So is this traditionally published or indie published? Indie published. So I have my own publishing company. I call it RB Writing. And yeah, I published it through that. I figured... 
two things. One, because I have depression, in traditional publishing, you often get a lot of no's first. And I wasn't sure if I could handle that. And number two is that when you're traditionally published, a lot of times they give you certain ideas they want you to incorporate or exclude from your book. And this is my story and my message. And nobody can tell me what is my story, what is my message. So I didn't want anybody's anybody else's fingers in there. Got it. It's been out. What are people saying? What type of feedback are you getting from people? Really good feedback. A lot of people are saying that they always felt so alone and now they don't. That it's they <laughs> the way I describe it being a conversation, that's the feedback that I got. That's how I stole that from the people who were reading it. They're like, I felt like I was sitting down with a cup of tea with you. And I'm like, I like nice. that. I'm taking it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all from them. Nice, nice. Okay. When I talk to fiction authors, I normally ask them if they would like to see their book as a movie or TV show, which doesn't quite work in this case. But let me ask you this. Sure. Are you thinking uh, about doing any... Oh, maybe even a so? soap opera. Seriously. <laughs> so let me ask this. So have you thought about doing any courses or do you do any speaking based around the book on this topic? Uh, I have done some speaking. COVID shut that down. So I'm trying to find other speaking opportunities. Right now, they're mostly podcasts. But mm. I have done, there was an event a few years ago for, it was a charity event. We we're raising money for housing for adults that have autism that needed support. And so I was able to speak there. I spoke at another mental health fair that was happening. So there's been a few and I'd love to get more. Got it. Okay. So where can people get the book and do you have a website? Yes. So you can get the book on Amazon and Audible. This is my first and only so far Audible book, which I'm so excited about. I do want to turn all of my books into audio, but it's very time consuming. So it'll get there. But yeah, and I narrate it myself because who better to narrate their own story than themselves? Right. <laughs> Yeah. And then my website is rbwriting.ca. And then you can also find out all the other books and stuff that I've got on there. Nice. Okay. So let me ask you this. As a writer and someone who probably reads a lot, do you have any favorite books or authors that you enjoy yourself? So the first author that I actually started reading and liking was Stephen King because I love all things horror. So he got me into reading and then I got into Ted Decker. I really like Sherilyn Kenyon. I like, actually, I do a book reviews as well. So there's a ton of awesome indie authors out there that I've been learning about now. So Peter Topside, I really liked his trilogy. I was bugging him. When are you going to write your next book? <laughs> it's cool when you know the author too. Right. I, just, yeah. I just finished another really good, it was a fantasy book, Queen of Magic. I don't remember who wrote it off the top of my head, but if you look up Queen of Magic on my blog, then you'll be able to find it. That was a really cool fantasy book. Again, the one thing I hate about fantasy books is that it's never one book. It's always more. <laughs> I'm like, but I right. need the next one. Yeah. So when did you start reading Stephen King? I would have been 12, 13, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I find that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's really good with that teen audience, I think, because his stories are captivating, imaginative, but really easy to read overall. Yeah. When I was 
10, I got some Stephen King, but we didn't have a total young adult type section. There wasn't quite as much middle grade and it wasn't even really divided out as middle grade so much. Ah, um, yeah. That, that's come over the years. So I, I went from picture books to Stephen King. So <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Randy, where you live, do you have a favorite bookstore you like to go to? Wish I could say yes, because I think those smaller bookshops are awesome. But really, where I live, we have a Kohl's, which is basically just a small chapters as okay. Amazon. <laughs> okay. But you, again, what I love about Amazon is that's where most indie books are. You're, you often don't find those, those smaller new authors at the bookstores yet right, they don't right. get to the bookstores often until they're bigger name like amazon because then i can small find the smaller authors and the smaller publishers nice okay so before we move on talks about some author stuff and how to deal with burnout if someone came up to you and said they've had some depression and there's a lot of books out there why should i get your book and read your book what would you tell them there's worksheets you There's said it homework. at the beginning. There's homework. That's right. Um, well, you said it at the beginning of the episodes. A lot of times you pick up the self-help book and you read it. You go, okay, that's great. And you put it on your shelf. You never look at it. You never do anything with it. And technically, I guess, yes, it's self-help. But I don't, I hope that I don't feel like I'm, I don't like those self-help books. I like, this is what you need to do. So that's not the vibe that I'm trying to give off. I'm trying to give off the vibe of you're not alone. I'm here. I get it. I am in the same pit as you are, or at least I was at some points. So here, feel not alone. And here, try some things that worked for me. And I hope that they work for you too. So I think the nice, vibe is different. It, it's something to work on to move forward. You don't feel like yes. you're just floundering. Uh, I like Exactly. That. Okay, great. I appreciate that. And the book sounds great. I wish you luck on it. Hope more people listen to this and it could help some people. I hope so. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of Discovered Wordsmiths, please support the author. Go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book. And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running for, to help more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors. Go to the website discoveredwordsmiths.com. Check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love. See what they have. Check out their books. That's what the point of the podcast is for. So people can discover new authors, find some new books they love, support the authors so they can continue writing. So please support them. And if you do like the podcast, if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer, I've got some links also at the website. Click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that I talk about. Everything that I have there is something I use, so I've got an affiliate link. Again, it's a little bit, if everyone clicked on those, if they were going to get it anyway, it helps keep the podcast going. So let's all help each other out, discover more authors to read. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.